Hello and welcome to Borks, the podcast by Geeks for Geeks. I'm your host, David Eagle. I have with me my co-hosts, Jay. Yo, yo. And Rev. Good evening. And we are joined by the lovely wife of Jay, uh, Daisy. What's up? Yo. Hello. Wow. (laughs) She's very happy to be here. Hello. That's better. She's going to be playing fetch with her cat all night, but I'm sure she'll answer direct questions. So, um, let's move straight on. Since you're kind of the guest here, Daisy, why don't you tell us about your week? Did you do anything geeky this week? Um, we went to karaoke last night. I think that's geeky. Yeah, I mean, the Japanese love it, so it must be geeky, right? It must be. It yep. was really fun, actually. And now my I have a sore throat because of it. Did you sing, or was it more screaming? It was mostly screaming. All right. For you. Yeah. No, for most people in there. <laughs> Jay got up there with a guitar. I wish I it. had it. Mm. Well, nothing else really geeky this week at all? No. Hmm, I don't believe you. All right. Looking for a house. Oh, I'm yeah, thinking. that's exciting. All right, now, what technology are you using to make that search uh, um, better? A person. <laughs> <laughs> and Redfin and Staley. So one person, uh, yeah. two websites. It's a pretty good ratio, I think. Three websites and a person. I don't know what you do. So which of those objects is your favorite to interact with? (laughs) (laughs) Well, not the other two drive, so yikes. Mm, Fair enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she's really, she's weird, but she's like a good, quirky, fun kind of lady. She's like a Zoe Deschanel kind of weird? Uh, no. No, Versus a Robin Williams kind of weird? Um, <laughs> I was are thinking of like Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji. Sorry, what? I said, are those the two categories of weird, or is there more? Well, those are the basic two. You break it down. You know, no, there's, there's, she's there's, like, no. she's older. Not she's not old, but she's uh, retired from the music industry and is <laughs> now a realtor living in Seattle, and so she's she, got kind of the. LA, like, I wish I was still in the music scene thing, but then she also has the Seattle, I'm kind of a hippie part of her personality, so. Interesting. All right. Yeah, she used to manage the band Queensryche. You know that band? Oh, I know them well. (laughs) I didn't know them until I was in Washington, because they're a Seattle band. I'm definitely into Jet City Woman. Yeah. Jet City Woman, man. Great tune. I, I don't know, something about... 80s progressive rock is just... It wasn't prog rock, it was metal. But... Well, you, uh, you listen to Empire and you tell me. I don't know. Um, so anyway, those conversations no one cares about. Congratulations! Have you found any houses through Redfin or any of the websites that you like a lot? Um. Well, there was a lot of houses that I liked online, and then when we actually drove through the neighborhoods or went inside them, I didn't like them as much as I had liked them online. Was that because they were misrepresented in the photos or because yes. you just got the feel for them and <clears throat> you didn't like uh, them? No, I don't a. think they were misrepresented in the photos. Because <laughs> you can't, well, you can't really tell what the neighborhood is like from just the website. You can see the area, but you don't really know what the neighborhood is like until you actually drive through there and True. get a feel for the area. True. So... That's interesting. So does the realtor give you guidance on that? Like, does she know all the neighborhoods and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, she does. I don't know. It's interesting to me because I envision a world where we can buy a whole house online without ever really going there, you know? Um, yeah. 
I don't know. I think we're still a ways off. From like that. fill out all the forms online and not talk to anyone and not pay ridiculous One commissions. One week later, you have the house. Yeah, that would be kind of awesome. Not pay ridiculous commissions to people who don't have high school diplomas, but... Hey, that's true. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, so that's exciting, actually. And I think yeah. I, I wish you guys the best of luck. I think that's cool, so... Thank you. Good luck with that. So, Jay, what have you been up to besides the same things? Karaoke, house hunting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh, you know? were born? I was born, yeah, until my birthday. 27 years ago. Can I say that? Do you mind? No, I don't care. Actually. Congratulations, <laughs> sir. You've Thanks. managed to live. Uh, yeah, no, I think people say happy birthday, but I really think what they should say is congratulations on making it this far. <laughs> and I don't think that's morbid. I just think it's true because there's nothing I can be congratulated for except for having not done anything so stupid that I don't get another birthday. You didn't earn yourself a Darwin Award. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know yeah. if, if what we have is the pessimistic outlook on life or if we're just realists, but I agree. Eh, I don't know. I think it's funny. It's <laughs> probably why we say it. Uh, <laughs> so but, what else? Uh, for my birthday, I, I got what I'm calling a membership into the Big Three Club. That is to say I now own all three major consoles because uh, my, my parents bought me a PS3. You mean they bought you a Blu-ray player? Yep. Yes, and that, that was... Actually, what I said is I think I'm ready for a Blu-ray player. This is like a couple weeks ago, just talking casually with my dad. It's like, really? He's very happy about Blu-ray for some reason. <laughs> it's like he, I think he owns one Blu-ray movie, but he just is really glad. <laughs> he gave me crap because I said I was going to go buy a, a Blu-ray movie. <laughs> well, your dad is OG. He is actually – I think your dad's pretty geeky. He likes okay. numbers. He likes numbers. <laughs> he, he plays Civilization. He plays Civilization. Yeah. He plays, he plays board games Deadpool. every week. Yeah, yeah. So I I now own a PS3. I went and bought Inglorious Bastards, and watched yeah, yeah. that again. I just um, watched that this week too. So good. I freaking love that movie. I can't even handle it. And um, that was really fun. And I um, I was actually just you know, having a conversation with Rev before we start recording. And then we're like, wait, save it. Just ask on the podcast. And I was wondering because you know my stance on PlayStation Three on the whole. Or as a whole, <laughs> I'm not not really a big fan. And in fact, I took a picture and posted it on Twitter of the controller for my PS3 inside of the plastic bag. Still, I'm like, there it will stay. <laughs> I got the remote from my. I got the system and the remote, so I can use it as the Blu-ray player. And uh, but I'm gonna ask you: know, Is there anything? And people who listen to the show, all three of you, be sure to comment, um, email me, let me know. Is there anything I should actually play? Should I go rent a game for the PS3 this week? Yes, no, and if yes, what? So, Red. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would get Drake's Fortune. I forget the. That's the. Gosh, what's it called? Oh, Uncharted. 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 Drake's Fortune. Fortune. Oh, Uncharted. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the new one, Uncharted Two, is actually like one of the highest rated games of 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly game of the year for, uh, for many really? websites. Yeah, it's made by Naughty Dog. They made um, Crash Bandicoot. Okay, so it's like that. It's about a silly marsupial or what? No, it's okay. very much more adult action, shooting, running, platforming, jumping. Yeah, oh, platforming. Okay, so kind yeah. of like Tomb Raider, but better. Yes, I could play that. I think more story-based as well. I just want to say, the original Tomb Raider was pretty amazing. It was. Actually, the new one was was pretty damn good. I played the demo on the 360. It was 
it was fun the whole entire time. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the shooting, but it's you know they're not shooting games. I really like the puzzles a lot. So if there's that in Uncharted, I will be very happy. Puzzles? Yes, no? Myth? I haven't actually played it yet. Oh, how are you recommending it? To- no, it's right. <laughs> You've never played a game on yours either. <laughs> I have. I Dave got me the first one, and I'm planning on playing it. But after I finish Dragon Age. Okay. Yeah. Well, I should probably finish Dragon Age first too. So. And then we all know that a uh, big release coming out next week is uh, Mass Effect 2, which I know a ton of people are very excited about. I have that pre-ordered. Yeah? Wow. That's for, unusual for you. Now, what system did you pre-order for? Uh, it's going to be an Xbox game. Is it? Okay. Yes. Well, it's made by Microsoft, is it not? It's made by Bioware. Published by Microsoft? Yeah, but uh, it's exclusively... Well, the first one was, I know for a fact. No, first one was PC. Well, yeah, but it was games for Windows, <laughs> which is Xbox yeah. essentially. Mm. Well, I'm very. When does that actually? When does that? I think it's drop? the 27th. It's like Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, it's right? Tuesday, yeah. So exciting. Anyways, that was my week. That's cool. Oh, this is actually interesting. Um, real quick, the publishers are different for the systems for Mass Effect. One, it was published by Microsoft on the 360 and Electronic Arts on the PC. Interesting. I had never heard that before. But there were a lot of lawyers involved in that. <laughs> there were squadrons. Well, there's been a lot of uh, people talking about uh, Microsoft buying Electronic Arts. Oh my god, please don't make that be true. <laughs> it looks like Mass Effect 2 is only published by Electronic Arts. I mean, EA is a big enough conglomerate as is. I mean, it, if Microsoft buys it, then Sony will buy Microsoft, and that'll be the end of the world. <laughs> be terrible. And Disney will buy Sony, and that'll be it. That's in the Book of Revelation. Pretty much. Yep. So, um, Rev, what about your week? Did you do anything geeky this week? Um, I've been really trying to finish Dragon Age, and that game has so much content, which is great, which I love. And uh, I'm very much a completist, and I'm actually, there's certain quests that I'm like, eh, I'm not completing that quest. Mm. Just because I know it's a pain, and it's a side quest, and it's not really going to get me anything. Mm. Some of them I'll even look up online and be like, eh, I don't want to do that. Really? Yeah, totally. You're in that really deep part of the game now. I'm still very much on the outside. I, I I was talking with my brother who finished it, and it seems like I'm 90... 90% 90% of the way through, and I have like 40-something hours into the game. Wow. But I've done most of the side stuff up to now. I'm probably going to end up only not doing like maybe five or six of the quests. Wow. Did you did you download the premium uh, content? Nope. Nice. Kudos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I looked it up, and both of them were just like small, short dungeons, and they get you stuff, but you're I'll basically just buy, buying the stuff. Yeah, I'll probably buy the next, like, the chapter. They're releasing, like, a, a chapter. It'll probably have, like, 10, 15 hours in it. I'll probably pick that up in the summer sometime when it's 10 bucks. Yeah, that's actually a lot of value for that um, amount of time of gameplay invested. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Because I think people don't realize a lot of these games that we're playing are done in 12 to 15 hours. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty 2, I finished that under 8. Had to have been. Oh, Fable. yeah. Easily. Or, or Modern Warfare 2. 
Fable yeah. and Fable Two were both like nine hour games. Yeah. Really? Yep. Huh. And I'm I'm slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So cool. Anything else? Gosh, not really. Alright. Working really hard to release a product next week. Yeah, you were going to tell me something about that after it released. <clears throat> yeah. It's so WordPress, so which is kind of WordPress plugin. So I feel like the WordPress platform, after talking to our friend Kevin, I feel like the WordPress platform has really matured in the last year or two. Um, is <laughs> what it... do you have to say about that, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. She's not paying attention. She's not going to answer. Is she in the kitchen? Is she making cookies? So, oh, sorry, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> I was helping her with it a little bit. Wow. Uh, oh, not so enough. She's really frustrated. Rev, after working on um, WordPress do you, from a professional, because you're a professional site developer, not necessarily that oh. you're a designer or whatever, but you make websites for a living and you make the, the backends for a living, do you feel that the WordPress platform is professional grade now or is it still kind of iffy? Well, not to get too technical, but the PHP programming language is very, um, gosh, it's open source and it's been built over the, like, it's been added on to over the last, like, however long, it's 15 years, 10, 15 years. And so it's kind of disjointed and it's really, it's like making a brick house with paper mache sometimes. Yeah. Um, what does that even mean? <laughs> that it's a pain. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Daisy it, can comment on that. Yeah. Well, um, the actual platform, though, having built, uh, it's basically a content management system, and having built my own content management system, it's definitely better than what uh, I built on my own. And to, and in the last two years, it's come an incredibly long way, especially if you consider what was available then and what's available now. Like if, even if Daisy is frustrated with what she has now, if she had used it two years ago, she probably would have already given up like, (laughs) like hours ago, months ago. Yeah, it was, it used to be pretty terrible. But now if, if you have a state of mind that you can endure and you also have a state of mind that you can go search the web to find things and you're patient and you have maybe a little instruction, then you can, like a, a lay person can pretty, um, is able, not easily, but is able to find their way in most things just because of the amount of plugins and, and tutorials that are available. Because now you can you can install WordPress and install any plugin, install any almost any template that you want, without ever having to log into an FTP server or SSH command line. That is pretty handy. Yeah. It is it's potent. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe I just like it because I hate Joomla and all those other ones because I never really bothered to get to know them. Joomla. <laughs> It's certainly the easiest. Out of all of them, it's the easiest to set up stuff by far. All right. Well, um, what else? Anything else this week that you want to share with us? Mm, No. Cool. My week was um, 
What did I do? I played some demos. I played Bayonetta, the Bayonetta demo. Oh, I was going to do that. What did you think? It was real, real terrible. Really? Hated it. Um, what, what about well, the, it? The first thing is, it's very, very obviously made by unapologetic Japanese people. Right. I and, don't expect apologies from the Japanese to begin with, so... Right, and I usually really like that. I'm usually really a huge fan of that kind of thing, but um, in this scenario, it was just kind of silly. And then once I actually started playing, I've got a big TV, you know, it's it's 50 inches, and I couldn't see crap on the screen. Like, really? I couldn't see my chick at all. There was so much going on. Every single combat encounter, I ha I was facing, like, 50 opponents, which I guess is the point. Like, you could do these mm -hmm. sick moves on multiple blah, but maybe I'm just old. Couldn't see a darn thing. So mm -hmm. I'm whipping around, hitting controls. and What? What? Get off my lawn. Mm, exactly. <laughs> I just, yeah, so it frustrated me. So I did that and didn't enjoy it. You should still get I mean, it's free to try it, so you might as well. Um, 360 demo or what? Uh, 360, yeah. And then I also played the Dark Void demo, which was a lot of fun. It wasn't good, but it was fun. Dark Void, uh, what is that? Oh, is that the Rocketeer wannabe? Rocketeer. And the jetpack was cool. Aerial combat was cool. The maneuvers really? are not very well fleshed out. Oh. Um, See, transition. The most fun is transition from aerial to ground and then back again. Um, it's got a good cover system, or a, a decent cover system, so that that part's fine. And I don't know. There's there are a couple points in the demo. My thing with the demo is that a game demo has to be perfect because you got to imagine that you're gonna be. That's what you're selling to at least a portion of your audience. That's what they're buying is is how good the demo is. You can take the time to go through the demo and make sure, at least, like, even if the game is just going to be okay, make sure that everything in the demo works perfectly. And if you don't do that, I don't, I guess you're yeah. being more honest, but I think it's also just lazy. That's a really and good point. There were, some, there were some spots in there where the camera just got stupid. Like, you couldn't see anything because the camera, like, you walked past a pillar and suddenly you were just looking at the back of your guy's head. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. I don't think it has a lot of long-term playability. I think it's kind of more gimmicky, and it, it's fun, but I just don't think it's a... I, I wouldn't buy it. I would borrow it. Is it a it. rental? Yeah, if you have a rental service and you've played all your A-list games, I'd take it until, you know, ME2 drops or whatever. Well, well, you know how I am with me and Benson. We'll go and just rent a game and play all the way through it, and we've got a pretty big list of stuff we still need to do, but I'm always on the lookout for more games in that category where it's like... You'd never own it, but I'll, you could I'll, definitely play through with a friend and drink a lot while doing it and have a good time. I'll put it, and that's a really, I think that's a really good criteria. That mm -hmm. I mean, we did a little bit of that with Gears of War Yeah, that's... over at your place, and I really enjoyed that. And I think that's why I have such an affection for the franchise, even though I'm not really good at those games or whatever, just oh, from yeah. those memories. But um, I, will say, I will say that it is more fun to play than Halo. Ooh, wow, which, there's high praise. Which isn't saying much, because I think Halo is one of the most terrible games ever made. Did you guys miss made. my tweet back at CWK Reel? That Maybe. was the funniest thing I had ever written. <laughs> they, Maybe you should playing, read it to us. They are playing ping pong with Bungie, and he said, the game's about to start. I'm like, wow, you should hit a ball at their head really fast, and then say, damn, you should have invented a cover system. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was How did I miss that? Oh, I don't know. Awesome. I thought it was hilarious. I 
thought for sure I'd be getting responses, but it didn't happen. Yeah, I, he was really proud of that tweet. I was. I, I'm not gonna lie. I think it's very funny. I'm proud of it. I read it. I remember <laughs> laughing when I read it, and then probably not responding to you because I'm a jerk. That's fine. Rude. I don't need that. Um, but yeah, so I played some demos, which is great. Demos are awesome, by the way. I don't know how I didn't remember that, but whew, free 15 minutes of video games. It's really nice. All it costs you is 20 minutes of distracting yourself during the download. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta do yeah. something else. What do I do? <laughs> and um, played a little Fallout 3 and really? didn't get into uh, Torchlight, which I want to. Oh, but I watched a buttload of Doctor Who. Yeah, so, yeah. I burned through um, season two and started season three. I'm like six episodes in on season three, and it's just getting better and better. Except for the thing that happened with Rose, which is stupid. But thanks for your text there, uh, Rev. I appreciate it. Keep watching. I f yeah, I feel like I might make it. Um, I could talk about that, but I won't. Uh, I, I want to talk about two other things. One is um, that before the, we started recording the podcast, I ran for two miles without stopping, which is awesome. I know it's not geeky, but... I never cool. thought I would be able to do such a thing, so I'm pretty excited. That is awesome. Congratulations. Thank deal. you. And then the other one is Starbucks-related. Um, I'm really? just going to rant for a second, and then you can all agree or disagree or whatever. But So I used to have the black card, which gave I you disagree. 10... What? <laughs> you disagree? <laughs> You're preempting me with disagreement. I used yeah. to have the black card, with, which gave me 10% off of anything that I purchased. Really? Yeah, and that was cool. And it also gave me, like, I don't know, like, free syrup or whatever. Well, they changed they changed the way... It was called a Gold Club membership, but the card was black. So they changed the way that the Gold Club works now. And it's now... You sign up for it, and you get... Depending on the number of drinks that you purchase, you get elevated to a certain level where you get different tiers of stuff for free. But since I was an original member, I get the top tier automatically. So that they did right. Like, original members get grandfathered into the top tier. Okay, good. And that's the last thing that they did right. So really? they took off the 10% for everything, but they gave you free soy, which I guess is really good if you're a soy drinker because the soy ad is like 50 cents. It is. It's a lot more. Yeah, and, and that's I cool. I prefer it, but I just, I'm not willing to spend the extra money for it. Yeah, my summer drink is actually soy, so that's yeah. fine. Um, so they did that, but this is the thing that kills me. They they made it the the their justification for taking off the ten percent discount was that every time you use the card, um, you get a star, and for every ten stars that you get that you earn, you get a free beverage. Oh, so it's like okay, that's where the the discount is built in, and maybe it doesn't work out to be exactly ten percent, but it's still somewhat there. Well, come to find out that ten percent, you didn't need to have money on the card because it worked as a gift card. In the in the olden days, you just had them swipe it, and you got your ten percent no matter what you were paying with. With this new system, although it doesn't say it on any of their documentation, I had a barista tell me today that you only get stars for purchases that you make with money that's actually on the card. Huh. Really? You got so broken. you have to load up the gift card and then buy your drinks with that gift card. In order to, and it's not like it's hard. It doesn't take you any more time. You're just investing, I guess, a little bit of your money up front to Starbucks, and maybe that's why they did it to get oh, yeah. you to to invest your money up front first, so they could recognize the profit sooner. I don't know, but I think it's really frustrating to see like they had a cool system and then they realized it was too expensive or whatever, and then they made it really stupid. <laughs> Sucks. Um, if you have a Starbucks credit card. And the only reason we have one, whatever, I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> Anyways, we have a Starbucks uh, credit card, and we can essentially turn that on 
And I think that we don't, like, obviously, because it's a credit card, which is also a gift card, um, we don't have to do anything if we use the credit card or the gift card side. It all counts towards the uh, gold star crap. That's uh, nice. But yeah, I'm just I'm I was really annoyed with that because I'd been using it like I'd been handing it to the guy to swipe whenever I bought a drink, and then I finally handed it to this one guy, and he's like, "You know, there's no money on this." And I said, "Yeah, I know." And he's like, "Well, then why are you giving it to me?" <laughs> and I resisted my urge to give him a traditional, you know, my responses because he hadn't handed me my drinks yet. So I was like, "What do you mean? I I don't I get a free drink for every it counts towards my free drink." And he said, "Only if there's money on it." And I wanted to punch him in the mouth because I've been using this thing for like a month. month. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, moving Everything along. on their website says you have to use the registered Starbucks card. But it doesn't say that you have to use it to make the purchase. Yeah, purchase a beverage with your registered Starbucks card. All right, well, that's their website isn't what I got in the mail. Maybe they should have mailed me their website. <laughs> I doubt you read correctly. What's the I will send you my brochure. Okay. Daisy Breath. Daisy Breath. I was going to call you that other thing, but, you know. I was going to call you that thing you hate, but I didn't want to get punched through the internet. That's okay. I don't I think hate tired, that. So. Don't lie. You, you cry yourself to sleep at night remembering I your brothers. I do. I do. <laughs> True. All right. Let's I move should along. do this. Oh my goodness. Why am I not a Starbucks person? Look what you've done, David. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't cost money, and I get Starbucks often enough that it would benefit me. They do send you, like, free junk. Like, when I signed up, they gave me a free drink at the beginning of the year, and they just sent me a thing in the mail for a free skinny drink of my choice. It's done. So it's like, and I get a free birthday drink. So, I mean, it's it's worth it. your birthday free Wi-Fi up to two continuous hours a day. And that's Complete crap, by the way. You have AT&T, so... Like it's free Wi-Fi up to as many hours as you want in a day, is what it actually <laughs> is. Because when, when I was um, job hunting, I did all of it at Starbucks, and I used their Wi-Fi, and I would be on it for eight hours to nine hours at a stretch. Well, they probably can't... Like, if you disconnected and connected again, it might not work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. But I didn't, so that was a non-issue. <laughs> there you go. It's um, a free drink every 15 stars, not 10 stars. Oh, see, they're screwing me already. Yeah, that's yeah like okay. So, but, like, not all of the rewards are wonderful rewards, but you're not paying to be a part of this. So, it's a benefit anyways. I was paying to be a part you know of it last year. Dave, this is karma for stealing my pavilion sandwiches. <laughs> I have never stolen one of your pavilion sandwiches. That's, that's marking. True, dude. I you contribute. You mms me the photo. I contribute. Oh, maybe one time. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So there's a there's a grocery store in the southwestern United States called uh, Pavilions, which is owned by the Vons um, franchise, and they have a membership where they make sandwiches. They have a, a deli in the back. They'll make deli fresh, delicious, yummy sandwiches. And for every what is it? Every ten you buy. Yeah. Yeah, you. if you put it on the preferred shop or whatever, you put in your phone number, you would get a free sandwich on your, like, 11th sandwich or, or your 10th sandwich or something. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I just always used Rev's phone number because I didn't have one of those, and then I got a free sandwich <laughs> one time. Nice. Yeah. Wow. That's and nice. um, It was more delicious. <laughs> they, You know how they would take it off, like, you would 
give them the number, and then if you're on your special one, they just give it, just give it for free. free. Yeah. Well, now they give you a coupon for the so next they one. They hope that you lose it or something. Yeah, for the oh. next. Oh, not for the one that you're on, but for oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. How lame is that? Companies are jerky sometimes. Yeah. How I do still... we get people not to use our promotions? I That's still like, use your number point. all the time, by the way. Thank you. You buy a lot of Diet Coke. See, that's misrepresentation. <laughs> In a database somewhere, you're going to start getting like... Hey, man, they, they do this crap. They, they give you little discounts so they can get this marketing data. If I screw the marketing data, that's my choice, man. I don't care. Exactly. Hey, I'm going to send you his number, and you can start using it too, Jay. Good call. Good call. I love how you guys are like the mar marketing anti-pirates. Like <laughs> we're we're protecting area. you, man. We're protecting From your valuable... What? From people knowing stuff about you. What if it benefits me? It won't. What if it? <laughs> what if it benefits benefit me? me? When has it ever benefited you to have strangers know things about you? Just tell when me one time. When they give you free things. It doesn't happen. <laughs> That's what Starbucks <laughs> is doing. They're strangers. No, they're not. I'm okay. I'm helping the economy by making their business more efficient. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> yes. Thank you to. Uh, what do we call you on here? Rev. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now uh, they're going to know that's not his behind real Behind my back, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we will one day be able to resell the house we're going to purchase because you are bringing the market back to where it belongs. Yes. Mm. So, <laughs> I'm going to have to run the DSer on that. <laughs> yes, I don't know what that means. If your ears start bleeding, sorry. Um, Daisy, can you talk about your new boyfriend? I can. When he pinches your butt <laughs> in the other room. He didn't pinch my butt. He lives in the TV. Mm. And he's an Italian plumber. <laughs> I thought that this is an old boyfriend. This guy's not new. That's true. But you guys have been on again, through. off again, right? Yeah. yeah. He's an improved boyfriend. He just got into the house somehow been... again? No, you know, we took a break for about a year, maybe six months. So and what, what re-sparked? back in my life. How did that he's happen? bigger now, though, right? Before he was on a smaller screen? Uh, No, same size screen. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what? You, pl you played the DS game. No, she didn't. Oh, no, no, no. I did. Yes, I did. Oh, I that hope one. did, because yeah, the DS game was amazing. No, but I have the original Mario on my Wii. Oh, cool. So I, play, I played that one. So, well, tell us your history with Mario. When did you start the addiction? Um, Very well, young. Very well, no, okay. Maybe. Yeah, well, no, my brothers and I used to play Mario when we were young in our garage I don't know why we weren't allowed to connect the Nintendo to our main TV. It had to be on this little TV in the garage, and we had to go in the garage and play. Barbarism. <laughs> so, yeah. But I was never as good at video games as my brothers were, and I would get really frustrated because they would play more than I did, and I wasn't. I couldn't play as well as they could, so I just didn't play. But then when everybody else started playing the advanced video games and forgot about Mario... Then I started playing Mario. <laughs> so everyone else has graduated to these new video games, and I have stuck with Mario the whole time. 
and it's paying off. It is because I was never very good at Mario. I don't know what it's called. The 3D one. It's Mario 64. And Mario 64. All the other ones after that. Or the Mario Sunshine one. I never really liked those and oh, I was never very one. good at them. Oh my god, Mario Sunshine. Such a good game. Yeah, when the N64 came out, I could only get Mario to run in circles. I couldn't really get it to do anything else. <laughs> Which is weird because you're good at Tekken, so or no, not Tekken. Um, Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Okay, well, now I could now I could probably play Mario 64. <laughs> but it's gone, hasn't it? It's but too when late. It came out, I couldn't, and so I didn't. So I just kept right. playing the regular Mario. So what's the new one that just came out then that you're playing now? What's the it called? One is uh, new Super, new Mario, Super Brothers. Mario Brothers Wii. They're so inventive with their names. Oh, yeah. right. What are they going to call the next one? Newest? Newer Super Mario. <laughs> Shinier. Um, yeah, so I really like this one, though, because um, it's a side-scrolling game like the original, which I prefer to the 3D ones or whatever. I think that game is going to ruin my marriage. That's what I heard. So is Mrs. Rev playing it a lot? Well, no, we play it together. Oh, is there combat? Is there fisticuffs? No, but you can totally <laughs> screw each other up. Cause you could oh, like I know that. Cause you know when you're, <laughs> you know when you're plat <laughs> like jumping from platform to platform or whatever. Well, you can accidentally jump on the other person if the platform you're jumping onto is like moving or something. You totally kill each other by jumping on top of each other. Yeah, or if if one person goes to the right of the screen and the other person is still on the left, you can smush them between like a block and the edge of the screen. Or if you both uh, bubble out at the same time, because you yeah. could like kind of pause yourself by just bubbling. Yeah. If one person needs to go away or one person yeah, actually, can't get a, through a hard part. Mechanic. Do you want to describe it a bit more adequately? Or? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your inadequate descriptions. It? Gosh. No, you can describe it. I'll describe it. Okay. So essentially... You're running along in Mario, and say your partner is better at it than you, or you're frustrated at it, and you don't, you can't get past the certain jump that they can get past. You could just make your character go into this mini bubble, and that bubble essentially has kind of a magnetic force that pulls you to the other person, but you can't get hit by anything else on the screen. Mm, that's not true. Really? Except, there are there are guy. certain there are certain enemies that can pop the bubble. Oh really? I see. We yeah. haven't experienced that yet. Yes, I have. When I was playing with someone who's never played Mario before in their whole life. <laughs> and where did you find this person? Under a rock. Hmm. Weird. She's an only child, so she says because she didn't have brothers, that's why she never played video games. Well, that's incredibly sexist and offensive. <laughs> oh, wow. It's totally offensive. So, um, are you enjoying the game, though? Yeah? The, the both of you? Yes. Does it have enough challenge? Oh, it's freaking hard. Is <laughs> it's it? It's rough. It's really hard. Like, Galaxy was the Mario that was released before this one. And that, I stopped playing it because it was too easy. Like, I just got bored with it. But this is tough tough like i've thrown the controller and walked out of the room <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't think this game is that difficult 
Oh, yeah. I think, I think, like, well, there's new enemies that we've never seen before, and there's new, like, there's a penguin suit, which is, I think, new. Yes. Um, Like, so there's different, there's new things that we haven't seen before with Mario, and it's more challenging, but it's challenging, it's just challenging enough to be fun. It's not too challenging, and it's not too boring. Like, not too easy, not too difficult. Well, that's so it's hit the sweet spot for you then. Yeah. That's good. Uh, for me, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hit the hard and yeah, it's hit the hard spot. Frustrating spot. Non sweet spot. All right. Well, we all know that you can't play Mario, so. Well, yep. but the first time that Jay played was when I was already on World Three or Four, uh, and he joined my game to try out a level, and so I think he would have been more successful if he'd started from the beginning and learned how to play on his own. Learn the other cool thing. So basically you're saying he needs to learn to play. Yeah. Alright. You can jump into the other player's game at any point. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Well, like, maybe not in the middle of a level. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) It's about to get medieval up in here. But what I'm saying is, like, for example, Rock Band, if you make, like, a band with three buddies... You have like a four-person rock band. You can't actually play that band unless all four people are there. Ooh, that's a uh, bad flaw. Yeah, Guitar Hero's got a sweet little mechanism there. The party mode they added in the last two ones, really nice. They have that on Rock Band. But if you want to do like a ser- like if you want to go through the story mode, you have to have everyone there. Mm. Maybe that's the Guitar Hero three. I can't remember. Yeah, Guitar Hero five is pretty cool because you can, if you do quote unquote party mode. Then what you end up doing is, you uh, you can just pick up an instrument and play. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter whether like you can't get booed off the stage. You can pause at any time. Like it just removes all the limitations that you know force you to play the game well. So you can actually just play <laughs> and at the end you get your score. So there's still that, but you just can't be terminated from playing. You know what I mean? Terminated. So you can actually just coast and be terrible. Yeah, but well, that's the point. If you're playing with like people who aren't that great. I mean, because think about it. The last time that you played Rock Band or Guitar Hero, I mean, may not be the greatest, and if you're trying to play with people who are great, they're like, oh, good, this guy doesn't know how to play, and then we stepped up the stage. <laughs> I think that's exactly what Zach was thinking when I picked up yeah. the guitar. But that's I proved exciting. him right. Real ridiculous. So, um, yes, well, speaking of being good or bad at video games, <laughs> what do you I... Think? I read this cool article about how if you're bad at video games, it's because your brain sucks. Really? So it might not be your fault. Well, no, it's your brain, so it's still your fault. Right. Well, the the article is over at um, Ars Technica, of course, because I loves me some Ars Technica. In this, I just want to say, <laughs> in this time, I think historians will look back and, and they'll consider this the um, the time period they'll they'll probably refer to it as um, P A T or pre Apple tablet oh. maybe B A T. I'm glad I'm only gonna be living this age for another few days. But in this time before the Apple tablet releases, so many websites that I used to like and actually care about, like the unofficial Apple weblog and TechCrunch and TechCrunch and the unofficial Apple weblog only seem to be running articles about the Apple tablet and how you're going to control it with your brain and your tongue and your big toe. (laughs) 
and it's going to do your laundry and you'll be able to fold it up into a little origami square and is any uh, of this true? All of that is true, of course. But I just I love to see that Ars Technica is still actually doing the journalism thing and writing articles about stuff that people might care about other than the stupid tablet. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Are this you really that bothered. I mean, uh, yes, I absolutely it's like am. Every other article. Yeah. Really? Do you, how do you use your Google Reader for tech stuff, or what do you have in it, Jay? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. What is I'm it like? Very on again. Like you know, Daily Spario. That's me and Google Reader. Like I check it like once a month. Okay. All right. There you go then. <laughs> oh. I can check it in the morning, and I'll have. Uh, 20 new updates from TUAW and from TechCrunch or, or whatever site. And if I look at them and it's a technology site, about 15 of those updates will be about the Apple tablet and they'll be complete speculative crap. Are you serious? Absolutely. I mean, Rev, am I on track? Yeah. Yep. Especially the Apple-related sites. Those are the biggest offenders, obviously. But, you know. So anyway, uh, it gets it gets really annoying. But... What I wanted to talk about was not how annoying that is, and I'm very excited about the 27th, which is this coming Wednesday, and hopefully we'll get some news and be able to talk about it. But what I did want to talk about was um, this cool article where they're saying that there are actually three structures within the brain that um, uh, one of them controls uh, habit forming and skill acquisition, and that well, there, so there are these three physical structures that essentially contribute to how good you are able to be at video games or how easy it is to acquire your level of skill. So you you may actually be physically predisposed to picking up video games quickly and being better at your maximum level of or skill. Or you might be mentally people. retarded. Which well, side of your brain is that? Way. I think it's like the middle side. <laughs> that's why my middle side is so <laughs> well, I guess it was published in the journal Cerebral Cortex. Let's see. I don't know. We can Google them. So what we'll do is we'll maybe we'll Google them later and we'll tell you. But uh, yeah, you're really good at games, and maybe it's not my fault that I'm not as good as you are, Rev. We could just measure people's heads before we accept them in the guild. <laughs> just tell them. <laughs> you must have a head oh. circumference of. This size. Could right. you go put this hat on and tell us where it hurts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, I just thought that article was interesting, and maybe some people will start to use that as an excuse for their performance in raids now. Yeah, I'm not genetically predisposed, and then people will be like, don't play. Wait, you want to <laughs> give them an excuse? It's really? so challenging for me, that whole don't play or whatever, because, I mean, if we boil it down, it's still supposed to be a game, right? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's a game, we're supposed to be having fun the whole time we're playing it, not just when we're doing well, right? Uh, yeah. It's not a game if you yelled at for not playing it. That's my point. Well, <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? I'm a rat. I think Pele would disagree with you, but whatever. Um... Let's move on. Can we move on? Let's talk about Foursquare. I don't think what we do is, I don't know, whatever. It's a totally full podcast. It's not a game? Okay, we'll talk about that later. It's complicated. <laughs> Will you be my it's complicated? Uh, relationship state high. So, Rev, what is Foursquare? I said it's a website and an iPhone app. 
Okay, it's not really a website though, so it's no, just an iPhone app. app. <sighs> it's a it's a device app. It's not just for the iPhone. But nobody has anything else. So. I could use it on my phone. Oh. I think I'm going to. I'm going Are to become the mayor of things. Did you know that you can sure. do that with um, Yelp too? Become yeah. the yeah. I saw Kevin doing that recently, and I haven't looked into it yet. Mm. So anyway, um, <laughs> Rev oh. or Daisy, I guess. Tell tell us more about Foursquare and how it works. You install it on your phone, and then <laughs> and then you tuck in places. Yep. And then you, you become the mayor. Kind wow. of. Wow. <laughs> it's a way and of that's incorporating it. levels into real life. <laughs> yeah, basically, it, it's kind of a mmoifying reality. Kind of, it's. It, it's. I don't think they've even figured out exactly what they want to do with it. But essentially, Daisy got the essential idea down. Where you go, you go places where you either buy stuff or food or it's it's ninety nine percent venues. If there are other things on there, then they shouldn't be on there. It should be venues that are for purchasing food, purchasing items, entertainment, um, possibly parks. There. there are gas stations, but that's kind of lame. No, one of our friends is the mayor of a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Well, you could add anything, but really, I think they envisioned it for... Restaurants. Restaurants, really, specifically. Bars. Um, and you go there and you check in. And it, the application, it, it forces you to actually be there mm -hmm. uh, with the GPS to actually check in. So you can't... They try to prevent fake check-ins there. So you can't... Because uh, that's a pandemic. It. Yeah. And there are, like, leaderboards. And right now it's a big, almost, like, popularity kind of I want to be on top kind of thing. Isn't that what anything on the internet is, though? Yeah. Yes. Yes. But this is even worse because the, with, say, Twitter, at least you can have somewhat meaningful conversations. You're sharing things on the web or you're in your life but in this really the only thing you're sharing is where you're at and, and how many places you've gone and how often hmm. um, and you get badges which is kind of what Plurk did with tw with like a twittering kind of thing where you get badges for I don't know checking in the first time or being a mayor or being a mayor there of 10 places sense. yeah it's like you're going places achievement so uh, there's a there's a little bit of meat in it right now, but I guess the only reason why I, I bring it up is because it's the first popular thing to to get to people where they actually check in places enough that other applications like Yelp, the Yelp iPhone app, are emulating it. And so it and they also just got another round of funding, which doesn't mean much, but it means something. Um, because a lot of people aren't getting funding nowadays. To see them right. get funding means that somebody out there with money thinks that this could go somewhere. And and it also probably means that they have at least a roadmap. Hmm. Yeah, the, that abs you're absolutely right. They have to. There has to be a roadmap there for them to get any kind of funding, and that roadmap has to be monetizing either through the consumer or expecting some large organization like Google to pick them up. Right. I imagine right. Google will. If, if if I had to honestly guess based on what I've seen, 
uh, Google would be an idiot not to pick this up and make it part of their suite. Well, Google picked up this like text. I think it was Google. Uh, this text messaging thing that did something similar to this, but it was for notifying your friends where you were at. This this does that, but it also is has that kind of leveling up going places experience. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Google tried to get Yelp, right? Did they? Something like that. Yeah, and Yelp did this <laughs> thing where they're like, all right, well, you can buy us for $10 billion, $10, yeah, essentially. And Google's like, eh. <laughs> but all of the, all of that is like backroom rumors. like Right, right. Like third party, but you can you can expect that it's somewhat true at least that they were in talks and google they walk they both walked away from the table all right well my my take on foursquare is it's not anything that i care about right now and it will never be anything that i care about but it may become a part of something that i care about uh it's actually a pretty interesting perspective so yeah it's fine i yeah. think foursquare is trying to be like yelp without writing reviews they're trying but there's to... no way for me to say that it's good or not like even if i i go to the gas station all the time but i don't like the gas station <laughs> well yeah but i think that's i think they're trying to say like this place must be really good because a hundred thousand people go there every week whether or not that's a true statement like a 405 or... you can check well, in from the 405 Donald's, but is yes. it really worth it? Well, no. but you, you you may have a point though. Like if if you, what if you gave people the ability to not necessarily give a review, but at least give a little feedback or give the yeah. community some way to interact. Well, can't you, you write your you own? Write a, yeah, you write a yeah. you write a Twitter comment with it. Uh, but it's not built yeah. into the system. See, it's well, it's in the Foursquare website. And oh. it's in the Foursquare app. Which, if it's in the app, that actually... I, I just don't see anyone going to this website. No, I would never go to the website. It's completely retarded. But I, I do use the app. and Well, because I have a couple friends who use it. And if, I don't know, I, I have yet to be like, oh, they're there. Let's go. You know, kind of thing. But I think that might be kind of their hope. Get your jacket. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, there. Let's go. Yeah. Kind of thing. Foursquare aims to encourage people to explore their neighborhoods and then reward people for doing so. Your literal neighborhood. Yeah. So, well, like, um, <laughs> there's. <laughs> I'm in my next door neighbor's living room. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are a bunch of places, venues or whatever, that give, uh, uh, that reward people for checking in with Foursquare or being a mayor of their establishment. Really? Yeah. So, like, if you go with your iPhone to some whatever coffee shop and you check in on Foursquare and you show them on your phone that you did that, they'll give you a discount or something. And if Actually, you show them that you're the mayor, you'll get a free drink. It's, it's the venues do it if they want to. That's kind of sad. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> no, because there used to be a time where we as humans could be something called regulars at places <laughs> and we might experience benefits from being a regular and now we've automated it because yeah. there's too so many people no there aren't too many Move people to Utah. people just yeah. don't care about people anymore you Move can still remember Montana. someone's face if you see them at Starbucks a couple times in a row David what you're saying is stupid just stop <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. I think Foursquare is out to ruin all human connections, all you bonds of do. brotherhood. Yeah. 
All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's about it for us tonight, guys. Yeah, probably. Any closing thoughts in in the uh, vein of Jerry Springer? Mass Effect Two yeah. this week. Oh, uh, someone needs to buy that for me because I haven't done my taxes yet. <laughs> Any takers? You know, and, and just a quick comment on that. Sometimes when money is coming in, don't you like you're like, oh, well, okay, that money I can apply it to this purchase or this expense, and then you end up like applying three things to it. <laughs> that happens. Yikes. Hmm. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that with your taxes, people. I, this public service announcement brought to you by Porkcast. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna need to worry about money coming in on my taxes, so I should be fine. <laughs> Great. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Um, if you want to find us, you should look on the uh, the internet because that's where we usually are. <laughs> yep. You can find that's us it. on just look on the internet <laughs> on Twitter at twitter.com/porked cast um follow us individually twitter.com slash tesson t-e-s-s-o-n that's j twitter.com slash revoked for terevs um twitter.com slash cd eagle for me and twitter.com slash daisy core with a three on the end instead of an e for daisy she um she is daisy core that's true daisy to the core it's true (laughs) no it's daisy core like hardcore right yes Okay. And you can email us, we at borkedproductions.com or we at borkedcast.com, or um, you can call us, which is really cool. That's a neat feature. It's 224 to 0 That's 224-267-5330. So give us a call. Leave us a message. We may play it on the podcast. Can we text you? You can. You can text Yay. that same number. You can I don't call. like talking to people. I know that. You still like talk to people on the phone. Uh, I am going to go take the dogs out to poop on the lawn. Nice. I would. I I mean, it's either that or let them do it where they are right now, which would be even worse. You should check in with the sidewalk when you go there. (laughs) I could become the mayor of my front yard. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. It's been great talking to you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Until then, stay nerdy.